0: This is Dudes Who Bet Sports, Dudes Who Bet Sports, it's your favorite show, Dudes Who Bet Sports, where degenerates go, Dudes Who Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Haldeman, and his father, the coach, let's ride. Well, the so Associated Press is full of shit.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dudes Who Bet Sports, and college football officially back. Papa Dude, I know we had some last weekend, but they weren't very good games. We had the Travers going on for everybody in the horse racing industry. Kind of a little bit of a distraction. No distractions this weekend. It's back. Are you excited for the show?
0: Sure, I, it's, I, I love talking college football. I'm pro football too. Mm-hmm. It won't be long until we go until two uh, to two two shows a week. Yep. And so, sure. And it's it's a it's a decent slate this week. I mean, we have our share of dogs yep. uh, as we usually do. I don't know if there's as many. Big time games as there have been on opening weekend, but there's still some feature ones that are going to be really interesting to watch.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think it's a really good opening weekend. Uh, like I said, after a first first, you know, taste of not much there, yeah. uh, kind of some boring games, but this is a good one. This is a really good weekend to start. Uh, you're right. We'll we'll get to the point where we'll have to do two shows once once both the NFL and college football gets going. If you kind of are new to our show and maybe you picked us up during the Saratoga season or the Triple Crown season, during football, this is mostly a football show. We'll, we'll talk, uh, you know, the big, big-time horse races uh, throughout the next three or four months. But this is a college football and NFL show today. Only college football. Of course, NFL will be next week where we'll do both. So uh, a, lot to, a lot to talk about each and every week on this. And that's why, like I say, we extend to two shows and we go through. And what we'll do is go through – all the top 25 games for college football and then Papa Dude will have a few more that he'll he'll select out of that group as well. Uh, that's not in the top 25 that he wants to talk about. Then we'll do every NFL game as well. So we cover it in depth. We cover it from a gambler's perspective. So uh, if you are new to our show, that's, that's how this is going to go for the next few months. So with that being said, are you ready to kick us off? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. So what I do every week, I just put the games up on the screen. We go through the top 25 just like this. Um, and like I said, at the end, Papa Dude will bring up a few more other outside of the top 25. But Let's kick it off. Thursday night will be the uh, uh, first, for me, the first real games of the season. Florida and Utah will kick us off Thursday night. There's a bunch of games, but this is the one with a ranked opponent there. Florida uh, beat Utah last year, 29 to 26, in the Swamp. A game that we thought Florida would kind of it would launch them uh, to a big season for new coach Billy Napier. It didn't happen. They went six and seven. They really struggled the rest of the season. Utah lost that game. Comes back, wins the Pac-12. Utah four and a half point favorite now for the return game there in Salt Lake City. All right, Papa dude, where are you going?
0: Uh, I wasn't real surprised last year. Uh, Utah had I don't recall them playing a SEC team. Uh, like Florida, Florida's stature, even though they're not the Florida of old, and they had to go to the Swamp. I think they outplayed them, if I recall, in that game, and they just lost. Yep. This is a different animal this time. When you got to go to Salt Lake City and play the Utes at their home field, it's tough, and they're loaded. Their quarterback's back offensively. They're very, very good. Florida is an SEC school, so they're going to have talent. Breaking in a new quarterback on the road against a team that's looking for him. I think four and a half is way too small. I think Utah beats them by more than that.
1: Give me the Utes in here as well. I think it's a pretty good team coming back this year. Cameron rising back at quarterback for Utah again. And I think this is going to be just like last year. They were a tough bunch last year. I think they're going to be a tough bunch this year, and Mike took it right out of my uh, out of my mouth. Nine players back on defense for a Utes defense. It was pretty darn good last season. I like Utah a lot in this game. You mentioned Florida. Graham Mertz going to, I think, get the start for Florida. Uh, You know, we'll see at game time. He was a starting quarterback for Wisconsin, team that's had offensive woes. So I'm not sure that's a good thing. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I've got the Utes all the way in this one.
0: You know, you got to ask yourself, how could Florida not have a quarterback? It's well, the weird,
1: the weird thing about it, most of last year, I didn't think they had a quarterback, me, and their quarterback either. got drafted in the top ten. So I, I don't, I don't know.
0: I don't either, and you know they haven't had one in a while, and that's why they've dropped off. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess Tebow's the last one. I guess. Um, uh, just, they haven't had a stud since him. The though, top so. of my head,
1: yes. Uh like with the thought that I could be missing, it seems like they had one that was. decent Decent. Kyle Trask
0: is who I'm thinking of. okay yeah he was pretty good and they were pretty good too they were good when he was good that's right and so that pretty much is their problem the thing about Utah too real quick Uh they've always been known for their defense and how tough they are and physical they are but their offense is really really good probably the best offense they've ever had too so they got a great offense to go with that toughness and uh if they can win a couple of games on the road, their are big uh, Pac twelve schedule is pretty tough. Got a couple of tough road games. If they can win those, they're going to be right there.
1: Yeah, the phrase "hard nosed" really comes to mind when you think about Utah. Even on offense, even that they are a, a a good offense, but they're also you think, boy, they're tough. Man, they run right at you. They try to run over you. They hit you. So. I'm with you. I'm hyping up the Utes pretty big here. So Florida will probably beat them week one, just like last <laughs> year uh, when I was hyping up the Utes kind of big and they lost. So, all right, let's get to it. We will not have to spend a lot of time on a couple of these here. Sure. But East Carolina and Michigan, I mean, spreads 36. We talk about these games a lot. There's really not much you can learn here. The one thing I want to ask you about Michigan – they've kind of got some internal issues. I don't know if that's going to affect their play, but it, it is kind of a, you know, they've got a, some PR problems, let's say with some yeah. kind of some trouble. What do you think about this Michigan team this year?
0: Well, I think they're really good if they can overcome that. And, and, uh, it's kind of silly. This, I think what our boss, you know, I, I don't get what the punishment is quite so much about, but I don't either. No, it's kind of, kind of fishy, but anyway, uh their uh, early season schedule is terrible. yeah. And um, yeah, I think he suspended the first four games, and a lot of guys could win those first four games with Michigan's talent. Uh, East Carolina, you know, they usually can put some points on the board. 36 is a bunch, you know, but I generally stay totally away from these, these type of games because you just don't know. You know, Michigan could get out 52 to nothing and then – Don't play anybody the last part of the game. And East Carolina sneaks through the back door and makes it – and beats you. You know, they end up 52-21 to or something like that. Mm -hmm. So these games are tough to bet.
1: Michigan is set up to have a great season again. I mean, they got everybody back. I I, I just think it's like, okay, let's get through this first part of it. Bygones will be bygones by the time we get to the meat of that schedule and just hope that it doesn't kind of – Throw the chemistry maybe off of the team, or maybe that's not even the right word. Just kind of the the mojo, and I don't think it will because of what you said. I I think you and I could go take over head coaching duties and and win these first four games because. Yeah, and you
0: know Harbaugh usually keeps his teams together. That's yeah. one thing about him. He's yeah. they're pretty even keeled. Michigan is they're, they're, mm-hmm. they 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 don't surprise you too much.
1: Kind of a more of a season preview there on Michigan than breaking down this game. There isn't anything to break down. And you're no. right, it's just going to be. The situation of the game does it dictate Michigan covering or not. Right. You know they've got the talent to cover that for sure. All right, let's go. Virginia and Tennessee. Tennessee's very interesting to me this year. They were the kind of the darlings last year. They were a hell of a lot of fun, without any doubt. A, a prolific offense and kind of snuck up, was able to beat Alabama amongst other teams that uh, maybe at the beginning of the year you didn't think they would. Uh, they are replacing a lot on that offense. Um, seven back from a defense that was okay, not great. They're 28-point favorites to kick it off here at home against Virginia. What do you think of the Volunteers? Uh,
0: I think they could get off to a little shaky start. I do. I think they might be a little overhyped, um, but they're, they're just 12, so a lot of people are kind of thinking the same thing. They They had a shot to make the Final Four last year and blew it. Yeah. And the question is, was that kind of lightning in a bottle, or are they really that good? And are they overhyped this year? Expectations too high. So I just don't think Virginia is any good. And if they were a little better, I would take Virginia plus the 28 because I think Tennessee could struggle a little bit, but I don't think Virginia's good enough to risk it. Yeah,
1: Virginia uh three and seven last year. Tony Elliott, it's second year there. I don't see a ton of t- <clears throat> t- excuse me, a ton of talent on the team. I also misspoke. The game is in Nashville, Tennessee. I mean, it's basically a home game, oh, yeah. but it is in Nashville. Um, I, I think Tennessee covers this one because of the opponent. I- yeah. I'm not high on Virginia this year, not high on Tony Elliott. So we'll see. Uh, give me the volunteers. Let's move on to a team that I think is gonna be very, very interesting this season. TCU. Last year, of course, played for the national championship. If, I mean, if you want to call it that, it was not pretty. Um, but they got there, and you got to give them credit for that. They're number 17 this year because they lost everybody. And they open up with Colorado, Deion Sanders. So uh, it's at TCU. They uh, TCU got it done last year out in Colorado. 20-and-a-half point favorites here for the Horn Frogs. This is an interesting game to me. What do you think about this one?
0: Well... You know, we wouldn't even be talking about it much if Neon Dion wasn't the coach of Colorado. And right. he has caused a stir out there, which is exactly what Colorado was hoping for mm-hmm. when they hired him. Uh, the turnover from the spring, he got rid of I don't know how many guys in yeah. the spring, which, you know, could be good, could be bad. It's a sign that Neon Neon is not afraid to do something. And right. he didn't like the roster, so he says, get out of here. So anyway – Who knows what to expect out of Colorado? Is he a coach or is he just kind of a figurehead? I don't know. We're going to find out. Um, TCU went through the portal and reloaded. They do have a good quarterback who actually was the starter uh, in the uh, first of the season last year and got hurt. So he beat out Max Dugan, who had a tremendous year. So this kid is good. The starting quarterback is. The game's in Fort Worth. I think because of Sanders, TCU is going to be ready. I think they cover.
1: I think I think TCU is going to cover as well. Uh, I, I think. Uh- I think Chandler Morris is going to be a guy we're going to talk about a lot this season for TCU. I think he's pretty similar to what they had in Max Dugan. And like I said, he actually beat Max Dugan out before Chandler got hurt. Um, and I, you're right. I think they, they loaded up in the portal. You know, chemistry is going to be a problem, I'm sure, because you got a lot of guys from a lot of different places. But uh, if they've got talent and the quarterback can kind of come through for them, They've got a schedule where they can win win a lot of games. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying win 13 and go to the national championship, but they could win eight or nine. You bet. They should be further ahead than Colorado. I mean, you look at this Colorado team. You, you never heard a lot of these guys. No. You know, I mean, he's got like I say he's got a lot of new guys. Um, and they I'm, were cut off last year. Yes, I'm I'm leaning Tennessee or Tennessee. I'm leaning TCU here, and like I said, TCU won 38 13 last year in Colorado. Uh, I think Dion's going to need some time. And I, I think this is a really <laughs> tough game to start off with. So.
0: I would say if he wins three games this year, he's done a pretty good job.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a total overhaul. This is a team yeah. uh, that went 1-11 and 11 last year, 4-8 uh, and eight the year before that. I mean, they just not been very good for a long time. All right, let's move on. Oklahoma and Arkansas State, another one that should be lopsided. 35-and-a-half uh, point favorite for the Sooners. And a pivotal season for Oklahoma, they have must improve this year or they're going to be in a lot of trouble next year going to the SEC. All right, what do you think?
0: Well, again, it's a lot of points. They mm-hmm. should cover this. We looked at Arkansas State, and they don't have much coming back, Mm-mm. and they didn't have a good year last year either. Uh, I, I you know, I, I don't know. You usually place pretty well uh, in the opening games uh they should cover i you know I, I don't know because their defense has been so bad it's hard to cover 35 and a half points when you give up a bunch so mm-hmm. we're going to see i don't think we'll find out anything saturday about the oklahoma defense that's the key to the OU season if their defense is better they'll have a good year i i really believe that but we don't know yet
1: they absolutely should have a good year if the defense is better because the offense looks very good. I think it's one of their best offensive lines they've had in a while. Uh, I think they're very deep at running back. I, I think receivers slash tight end, I don't think they have got stars, but I think they've got good players that can definitely get open in this conference. Dylan Gabriel, as a Big 12 quarterback, is okay. Uh, he's not a problem. Um yeah it's the defense. I think they cover this, honestly, though. Uh, if you remember last year when this defense matched up against teams that were slow or slower. No, no, no team is slow at this level, but slower than the elite teams. Mm-hmm. Their defense was really good. If you remember the UTEP game, they gave up 13 points. They went to, uh they played Kent State. They gave up three. They went to Nebraska and they gave up 14. Yeah. The, the three things that all those teams had in common, they were not. They didn't have speed and our linebackers look great and then we got against teams that could run and all of a sudden you found out real quick we were very slow. Yeah. So I think that's going to be the 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 key to the season the defense. I think they'll cover this cuz I think they will they'll have the speed and I think you know I I think really like they've got guys that are sound, they just don't have a lot of talent. Hopefully he's been able to get some more. So I think they cover I think and I'm not I'm a huge OU fan, but I'm I'm very pessimistic about the season. But I, I think this game they'll look strong. Um, we'll see. We'll see. If yep. The defense is better. I think it's going to be a much much better year. And if it's not any better, it's going to be pretty similar to we last much year. The same. Yep. Yep. All right, Utah State and Iowa. There you go. The, the Hawkeyes are ranked. I can't believe it. Hawkeyes are t- ranked 25th. All right, they're playing Utah State. 23 and a half is the spread. Last year, Papa dude. They would have had to shut them out for sure, Utah State, because yeah. there's no way they could get to 24. Yeah, how are the Hawkeyes? Are they going to be better? I mean, we've got a new quarterback. They've got they do. McNamara. Uh-huh. What, what What are the Hawkeyes going to look like?
0: Well, you know, Cade McNamara has played well at Michigan. He's won ball games at Michigan, and then JJ yep. McCarthy just came along and, and was a little bit more of a dual threat and beat him out. But Michigan won a lot of games with Cade McNamara, so. That is a one hundred percent improvement in the Iowa offense. Yeah, is it enough? I don't know. They always struggle with these kind of games and these opening games year in and year out. They don't cover, mm-hmm. and I don't think they covered this either. Utah State has been okay. You know, they've won some games and and had winning records the last few yeah. years. I don't know. Maybe they've lost some people. I'm going Utah State plus 23 and a half. You're going Utah
1: State plus 23 and a half. I'm going Utah State plus 23 and a half. Mike says never lay a low number or never lay a number, I should say, with Iowa meaning a you know a high point spread. Yeah. Mark uh, chiming in saying the same thing. Don't take minus twenty-three and a half with Iowa ever uh i'm with you guys yeah i'll go i'll go utah state plus 23 and a half here we'll see maybe i was a little better uh but boy you remember last year the first game against south Dakota state they won seven to three uh they then they played iowa state and they lost 10 to seven i mean it's it's i mean this was a rough rough team for most of the season offensively so no
0: offense whatsoever (laughs) all
1: right two games where they're playing uh fcs schools here talking about number 22 old miss Taking on Mercer and Oregon at number 15 in the country, taken on Portland state. Nothing to really talk about here. Um, I, you're, you're not as high on Ole Miss though, right? As, as some.
0: No. And I'll tell you why I'm trying to find it here. It's the schedule. Yeah. It's tough. schedule is brutal. I, I read the, uh, the other day uh, where their schedule is the worst. It's the hardest in the uh, country. They got the worst, the, the toughest schedule in the country. And I don't think they're that good anyway. Here's their schedule, and, and it's really tough. Um, they got to go to Tulane next week. I'm telling you, that's going to be a tough game.
1: Really I, tough game.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I'm looking forward to that one. Then uh, they go to Georgia Tech. Then they're they're at Alabama, followed by LSU. Now that's in in uh, Oxford, but. <laughs> Yeah, but that's tough. It is. it's what it is. Yeah, then they got a pivotal game with Arkansas, and Arkansas always plays them close. That'll be a tough game. Uh, then they got to go to Auburn. You know, they can lose that game. They're not. They're not that much better than Auburn. Right. Uh, they have to go to Georgia. They have to go to Mississippi State. Uh, those are all tough games, and they got Texas A&M at home. Who knows what A&M's going to be? I just don't see them coming through that much better than seven and five. I just don't.
1: Uh, I am with you on it. I think to be that's a really really tough setup for them, uh, but so yeah, they better beat Mercer. That's for
0: sure. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. Come on. Um
1: I like Oregon, you know, don't yeah. to talk about the, the game here, but I do like Oregon this year. I think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, by the way, Rob says he's going Utah State as well. So, um, I'm sure Iowa will have an o- offensive explosion after all this talk, but I I just don't see it. All right, let's go back to another um well, I say equal footing, not not quite, but at least they're from the same conferences, these two teams. Uh, Ohio State uh, on the road, breaking in a new quarterback at Indiana. You know, Indiana is a place sometimes you go and you might struggle for a quarter or two, but mm-hmm. Ohio State minus 30. What do you think about the Buckeyes and Indiana?
0: Well, Ohio State couldn't name a quarterback coming out of the spring. Okay, they didn't name a starter. Correct. Okay, that's an issue. And I I haven't read a whole bunch about them. I I guess they've found somebody. I'm with you, Rob. I think Indiana covers that. I I, beat that spread. I I can see Ohio State struggling. If I was if Oklahoma was going in there with no quarterback or somebody that wasn't really good. I would be scared to death. Of, of winning the game, much less by 30. I, I would think it was going to be a tough game. And I, I'll be surprised if it wouldn't. I agree with you, Mike. I think Ohio State is overrated. I do.
1: They lost an awful lot uh, of talented players. And, yeah, uh, Rob going Indiana plus 30. Mike uh, thinking Indiana uh, we might cover this one as well here. They did lose a lot of talented players, uh, including quarterback C.J. Stroud. And you're right. I mean, that is never a good sign when you cannot name a quarterback. And, no. and you know, just to – we have been around uh, quarterback battles at Oklahoma in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's always been, if they name that starter one week, two weeks, three weeks before, you know, the first press conference, let's say like this week, basically opening week, that quarterback has always stuck and done really well and been really good. And when they've waited to that last week, and maybe on the Tuesday before the game, the coach announces who's going to be the starter. It's never really worked out. You you know, you think about that. Why not? Uh, I remember when they when they named Trevor Knight the starter over Blake Bell, and we were like, oh, we don't have a quarterback, right? Yeah. Like, uh-oh, this isn't good. Yeah. Um, and and that's happened at times. And I think you're right. I think they're going
0: to struggle at quarterback, no doubt. I do and you know what? It hasn't happened very often at OU. No. They usually have somebody, and you can yes. say the same thing about Ohio State when's the last time they went into a season and it's kind of sketchy and 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 the whole hey we're
1: going to play two that's never a good sign either that means they don't have one and if you remember i remember and this is back people are not going to remember this but you are you know when nate hibble and jason white were competing Mm -hmm. to succeed josh heupel in 2001 that went down to the wire and as it turned out nate hibble wasn't very good Jason White was good, but just wasn't. He was still a little young. He wasn't quite ready, and by midseason, he was the guy. He was playing really well, and he got hurt. Of course, yeah, they went right. But the point of it was the guy OU named that year wasn't very good, oh, and the same no. thing happened uh, uh, with Trevor Knight. So
0: Yeah, and I'm not a Ryan Day fan either. So here's the thing. If they're yeah. a little down offensively, and we're kind of guessing they are, yeah. their defense is terrible. It is yeah. not very good. And unless that's improved, um, you know, I'm sure Indiana is not very good, but it's opening game. Yeah. They just hang in there for a half or so and end up covering that 30 points.
1: I think the big key is going to be that game at Notre Dame on September 23rd for Ohio State. I mean, they got Indiana, Youngstown State, Western Kentucky. I mean, no offense to those three schools. They're probably not going to beat them, even if the quarterback's not very good. Right. You better have a decent one going into Notre Dame because here's the deal. Notre Dame has a good quarterback for the first time in a while. (laughs) Hartman's a stud, and we're going to have fun talking about him all season long. So uh, that's going to be a fun game. Uh, We've got that one circled already. Let's move on, though. It's not the Ohio State show. Let's move on. Uh, This game, I think you're going to be excited for you. I'm talking like the people Mm -hmm. watching and, and you, Papa Dude. Boise State goes on the road to take on Washington. Of course, Boise been known to upset teams here washington really good though number 10 in the country good season last year michael Penix back again this season 14 point favorite though papa dude what do you think
0: i'd be a little bit scared if i was washington i i, I would Two. yeah Boise's not going to be afraid of them um uh, the question is they're not the boise of old they rallied last year and came back and had a you know they're they're not your eleven and one twelve and oh Boise teams like they they used to be and no. that's my reservation going into this. Uh, however, i I'm never high on Washington either. So it's fourteen. That's reasonable. If Washington is any good, they should cover that. I mean, if they're number ten in the country, you got to think they're fourteen points better than Boise. But if I was forced to bet it, I'd take. The Broncos plus 14, if I was forced to bet it.
1: Yeah, I think it's a real toss. I'm gonna to stay away from the game. Uh, last year they beat or or excuse me, last year, Oregon State beat Boise State 34 to 17, first game of the season. So that's similar-ish. I think Washington's a little better. I also think Boise will be a little better start of this year than they were last year. I'm staying away from it because yeah, it's, me too. it's right there on the line. And if we sit on here next week and we're talking about the, the recap in this game and Boise lost the game, or excuse me, Washington lost the game, I wouldn't be sad, that surprised, would you? No,
0: so. No. but it's there's other stuff you can find to bet that's better. There's a
1: ton of games, and we're going to go through more right now. Texas and Rice, um, we're not going to learn anything about Texas this week. It's all about next week for the Longhorns mm-hmm. when they travel to Alabama. Uh, I, I mean, do you have anything else to add about that one? Not much no, to say No,
0: it's their annual game with the Owls, yeah. and uh, so, you know, it's
1: mm-hmm. it'll be a slaughter. It's as bad as you want it to be, basically. Um, Okay, let's talk. We we don't need to talk about the game because Tennessee State goes to Notre Dame this weekend, and that's a nothing burger of a game. But we talked about it real quick, or we we mentioned him. Sam Hartman for Notre Dame, they look very good against Navy. Notre Dame was not a bad team last year, but they very much struggled at quarterback. Mm -hmm. This guy's not going to struggle. This Mm -hmm. guy is a star. What, What are the expectations for Notre Dame? I know it was just one week, but it... I don't really think the score matters. It's just that Sam Hartman looked good. In that he team.
0: looked good, and they looked good in all phases of the game. Yeah, I know it's Navy, and Notre Dame beat them like they should, but you know what? They don't beat Navy like that every year. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it was basically a home game over in Dublin, Ireland. I don't know if he saw any of the crowd, but it was pretty cool how many Notre Dame people were over we? there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought they looked good. As good as any Notre Dame team I have seen in a long as Mike says in a yeah. long time. And they need that leader at quarterback. And yeah, I love this guy. And this is a deal where I think the transfer portal was a good thing. And you know, if you're a Wake Forest fan, I'm sure you're upset that he left. But Sam Hartman is a winner. And he knew at Wake Forest he couldn't get to the championship game. He just couldn't. Mm-hmm. So he, he, he surveyed his options, and he ended up at a place where you can win national championships. It fit, looked like he, he'd he been there forever the way he played. Now, I know it's Navy. You can't go by that. You're not going to learn anything this week either. Yeah. But they did look
1: good. Yep, I know. I, I I thought they were really good. I, I didn't obviously I didn't get to see it live. I was at the Travers, but uh watched a lot of highlights. I was like, man, they look smooth. Um yeah. I'm kind of excited to see what Sam Hartman does. I'm no by no means a Notre Dame fan, but I am a Sam Hartman fan. Me too. Um I mean, I, I, I I'm pretty excited to see
0: what he could do. Okay. And you know, you know, Aaron, also they've got the schedule. I mean, it's Notre Dame anyway, but listen. They got the schedule if they win these games. I mean, Ohio State, uh, USC, Clemson, uh, those are three powerhouses right there. They win all three of those. They're going to be in the playoffs unless oh, they sure. just do something yeah. stupid. It, it,
1: they've got a shot in those games. This is the first Notre Dame team I've looked at. Well, I shouldn't say that. They've been good. Um this is the best Notre Dame team I've looked at in a while. is, is, is kind of what yeah. I think about this.
0: Yeah, but again, don't so, overreact too much. It was Navy, but they handled them like they should.
1: Right, and yeah, again, like that Excuse me, September 23rd game, that's what we'll yeah. find out. They tomorrow, right, so we'll see. Yeah. Okay, this is another quarterback I'm excited about. Yeah. This is another team I'm, I'm excited about. Luke Fickle at, at Wisconsin. I think it's a really good fit for Luke Fickle, number one. Yes. Number two, he goes out and get Tanner Mordecai, guy mm-hmm. we know very well. He was recruited and played a, a little bit at Oklahoma, um, was buried in the depth chart, transferred to SMU. Great success at SMU. Talking about Tanner Mordecai, the transfer quarterback. Now he's at Wisconsin. They got a lot of people back. This team has been underachieving. I think they're going to be pretty good. 28-point uh, favorites against Buffalo. What are your thoughts on Wisconsin?
0: Yeah, I, I'm very, very high on them. Uh, you know, no knock on the Wisconsin coach that was there. Yeah. But Luke Fickle is an improvement over that. And guess what? He would be an improvement over a hell of a lot of coaches in college football. That's yes. how high I have him rated yeah. on my radar. And Wisconsin stole him. I mean, they got him. And I think he's going to he's going to make a lot of noise. They not only got Mordecai. They they got an offensive coordinator from uh, North Carolina. Yep. You install an up tempo attack that Wisconsin has never seen before. Yep. And if if Mordecai can make this work, you know, you know they're still going to be able to run the ball. I think this team has got a real shot. And when you look at at their schedule. That's the key for them. They've got a real tricky game next week out in Pullman against the Cougars from Washington State. I
1: I think right there, that's a game.
0: If you're good, you go win that game. You win it. But it's not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. Uh, They got to go to Purdue. That's tough. Uh, But then if you know, they should win. If they're as good as we say they are, they should beat Purdue. Yeah. But you listen to this. It's they got Rutgers. They got Iowa in Madison. They got to go to Illinois, whoop de doo They got Ohio State at home. That's a key game. Got to go to Indiana. They got Northwestern at home. Nebraska's at home. They close up with Minnesota. Who's missing off the schedule? They don't play Michigan, and they don't play Penn State. Yep. They don't play Michigan State. That schedule, just just having Michigan off there and Penn State off there makes them dangerous if they can mesh all this together. Uh, we'll find out. They should slaughter Buffalo if they're as good as we think they are.
1: Yeah, and like uh, Kevin B. is talking about, they're going to air it out. Y- you know, they do have Braylon Allen, a guy, <laughs> yeah. very, very good running back, and a big offensive line. So uh, I think they run the ball pretty well as well. I- I'm just uh, what you like. You kind of said with Sam Hartman, and I-, I think it applies to Tanner Mordecai. As much as the, the transfer portal does just kind of cloudy your, mm-hmm. your picture until you play two or three games, it is good that we you see these guys and now they're at bigger schools getting that chance. And uh I, I think I think people are gonna talk about Tanner Mordecai a lot. I think he is a really, really good player. Yeah.
0: So you know, OU had him and the kid at TCU on the roster at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That's well and Spencer Rattler and, and Rattler. Rattler. That, yeah. There's three guys that transferred. That's yep. right.
1: Yep. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive what he it was is. able to recruit there at Oklahoma. quarterback yeah. Was. Yeah. <laughs> Um, UT Martin and Georgia, I'm sure UT Martin's the pick here, right?
0: Oh yeah. They, they got a big chance to come in there. You know, again, I've said this a million times and I know these schools do it for the money. Georgia's probably paying them a million to come in there and get beat 75 to nothing. Yeah. Uh, I just say, if, if if you're a program at that level and you're fodder for these schools, you're not serious about being a great team. You don't go yeah. play Georgia.
1: Good luck uh, to UT Martin. That's not going to be yeah. a fun game uh, for them at all. Georgia yeah. will roll there. USC, uh, they, they get a win. They're 1-0 as they beat San Jose State. Uh, media already on the defense at, at yeah. uh, their USC. And, uh, you know, I think... For, for, for leak and riley veterans like ourselves. I mean that was a pretty normal game yep. for for them to win 56 28. Um they got Nevada coming in here. Nevada was not good last year. I bet you two things. I bet you USC holds Nevada under two touchdowns and I bet they cover the spread.
0: <laughs> I do too. Because do I've seen me. this before. Yeah. yeah. The
1: first game happens and everybody goes nuts and they really really prepare and they really really get ready. And they'll they'll play great and everybody will go there. They've got their issues fixed. Yeah. And it'll be that way until they play a real offense. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. What's your thoughts? Oh, I agree. Totally. I
0: don't have anything to add. I think this one's a blowout for sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. I I mean, I, I've i seen this movie so many times. Right. Oh, yeah. And it, everything will go smoothly until, like I said, they play somebody with a pulse again and then that's it. So, yeah. um, look, yeah, look, and, and, Mark says, hey, San Jose has a good passing game. Nevada does not. That's a big key at OU. It was always a big key. If if they couldn't, if the, those teams couldn't throw, they could always shut them down. So yeah. um, I think everybody will say, oh, they, they've improved. Trust me, they haven't. Just wait. All right. Southeast Missouri State and Kansas State. Uh, the Wildcats looking to build off a Big 12 championship last year. Um, you know, again, K State wins this one easily, I'm sure. But what do you think of the Wildcats this year? Well, I, same as always.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. so. Very well coached. Um, hard to beat. You know, they don't beat themselves. You've got to beat them. And the really good teams usually do. And it seems like along the way they'll upset somebody, quote, unquote, Oklahoma. and, and But then they'll lose to somebody they shouldn't. And it's mm-hmm. basically they're not great. They're not overly talented. And sometimes right. – you get upset by a team that's that, you, that you're just not quite ready for, and you don't quite you can't overwhelm them with your talent. So I think they're gonna have a good year. I I don't know how good, but I you know, eight, eight, nine wins again for the Wildcats, probably. Yep.
1: Yeah. No, oh, I agree with that. And by the way, it it is eerie how similar USC was like that old Oklahoma teams under Riley. Like oh, yeah. I mean, immediately they became that. it, it was yeah. it was like this is crazy I know. how Similar, and then you look at like the schedules are similar. Where it's like, yeah, they're in the Pac-12. They don't play anybody. Big Twelve. When Riley was there, it's like, yeah, they don't they don't really play anybody. It's it's weird. Anyway, let's go on. Yep. New Mexico and Texas A&M. New Mexico goes to a college station here for this one. You mentioned you don't. You're not really sure what a and going to be. I, I I don't know. They they they've got. They should be better offensively. I guess I'll believe it when I see it. 38-point mm-hmm. favorites here. Uh, they've got everybody back, basically, but it was a team that wasn't great. Obviously, went 5-7. and seven. What do you think of the Aggies this year?
0: Well, again, I don't know. I don't you know. know. Uh, they still are ranked, which is surprising to me that they're ranked after 5-7, and seven and they haven't been too good and it had that one good year. Well it was COVID year. I think they were pretty mm-hmm. they, they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um I think I think there's chaos at times down there. They're always overrated. Uh I'm gonna take New Mexico plus thirty eight. I think that's too many points and New Mexico's Awful, but I don't know how good Texas State and is offensively. We'll
1: see. Bobby Petrino goes there. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, he, he said he was going to be at Missouri State forever, Papa dude, and then he well,
0: anybody believe that was crazy. So,
1: <laughs> so anyway, uh, had to had to get a little dig there in Missouri State. People well, I, by know, the way,
0: yeah, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but the, the new head coach is kind mm Petrino. Mm-hmm. And the offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator, one of them is I think both of them are kin to him. So the head coach and the two coordinators were he brought him in, uh, and they're relatives of his. So they didn't change too much. Unfortunately, they lost the, the best coach of the four, I
1: think. Right. I would I would definitely agree with that. So We'll see. They score everywhere he goes. So we'll see if he can I get points on the board at AM. All right. Middle Tennessee and Alabama here. Alabama opens it up here. Uh 39 point favorites. I, I think Alabama, when you when you look at them, you look at this, or you talk about the same kind of stuff that with Ohio State, it's like, do they have a quarterback? Um, you know, in the like not recent past, but in the way past 10 yeah. 12 years ago. Alabama not having a quarterback really wasn't that big a deal. right? Uh, You know, now with the way their defense is, I think it is a big deal. What do you think of
0: Alabama? I I, I totally agree with you. Again, they came out of the spring, didn't have a starter, and then they brought in someone from Notre Dame, Mm -hmm. which tells you even more they were pretty worried uh, that after the spring, you're bringing in another quarterback. I don't care what they say. That's not usually what Alabama does but you're absolutely right. They used to not have good, real good quarterbacks. Uh, They managed the game and didn't beat them. That was back in the days when the SEC didn't throw the ball around like they do now, and Alabama's defense could just shut your ass down. They can't do that anymore because Mississippi can throw it, Arkansas can throw it, LSU can – all of them can. It used to be a rushing-type league, and it's changed. So – uh, I don't think they're. I, I, I could see them maybe slipping just a tad this year. Uh, 39, uh, you know, you can't bet that game. Who knows? Yeah.
1: Uh, Kevin B kind of alluding that, you know, Saban didn't even have a depth chart out. And that kind of does tell you does. Uh, he likes his team very well. I agree okay. with that. Uh, it, and Mark kind of alluding to what you said, they're going to have to get back to a little bit of a ground and pound style. Um, yeah, the last couple of years has been wide open and, it's great. Bryce Young did a great job, but they mm-hmm. also couldn't stop anybody. So mm-hmm. that's a problem. I, I know this. If 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 the Milro kid is the quarterback, I, it ain't gonna work. I mean, I, I saw enough of him last year. Was He's he not. the one
0: that came in when our when Young yes. got hurt at Arkansas? Yep. He's totally one dimensional.
1: Yeah, it's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not. Yeah, no. he, he played against AM and they almost got beat. So yeah.
0: It, it's going to be interesting with Saban, and and you know he's he's getting up there in age, and this NIL and transfer portal and all that stuff, it could drive him out of it. You know, mm-hmm. I could see him saying, I, "I'm tired of this."
1: I'm kind of waiting for that to happen. I'm with you. I kind of think that might happen, but uh you know, we'll see. He definitely, I don't think he likes the current setup of what's no. happening. So. No. Um, all right. I do think they win, but we'll see. 39, I'm not sure. West Virginia going on the road to take take on Penn State. Now, Penn State is a team that's pretty heavily hyped this season. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of guys back uh, from a team that went 11-2 last year. They did lose the quarterback, though, but uh, pretty good replacement. Hopefully, maybe we'll see 20.5-point favorites against West Virginia. What do you think of Penn State?
0: Uh, I like them a lot. But a lot depends on this new quarterback who they are raving about. Yes. Say he's the guy. Yeah. But he hadn't played, so we don't know. Twenty and and a half's a lot. I don't think West Virginia is very good. The game's uh, at Penn State. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they struggle a little bit um, and then pull away late. I'm going to stay away from this because I'm a little bit scared this guy's first game and everything. You know, I, I they say he's a massive upgrade, Kevin, but he hasn't done it yet. So I gotta see a game before I really get high on him. Supposed,
1: supposed to be really good, Drew Aller. Uh we'll see. We'll see. I, I I'm gonna take Pinse this game. It's more for me when Kevin alluded to it. I don't I don't like this West Virginia team at all. Yeah. Uh I, I didn't like them last year. I don't like them this year. Um, I don't I don't think they're very good. I listen, I, I think one of the worst losses in the last oh 25 years at Oklahoma was when they lost that West Virginia last year, yeah. because that was a dog shit team. And oh, you lost. To they them. figured out how to lose that one. <laughs> they were, I was watching that game. I was like, this is one of the worst big 12 football teams I've watched. Not named Kansas in years. Yeah. And oh, you lost that game. Yep. And that was the first time I really was like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> Like I mean, I was like, I'm I was pretty down going into that game. And by the end of that game, I was like, this isn't gonna work. Like they've this is a problem because that was a joke. So yeah. I don't like West Virginia at all. I think Penn State's gonna have a big game. Isn't,
0: isn't that the first time they beat Oklahoma since they came to the Big Twelve? I think it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is.
1: And and OU's beaten decent West Virginia teams. Oh,
0: good West Virginia team. That's the worst. That was one time of the- West Virginia's ever beat Oklahoma. It's the first time they beat them after they joined the Big 12 conference.
1: Right. And, and like I said, I, I've seen worse teams in the Big 12. They've all been named Kansas. But <laughs> after that, I have never seen a worse team and we lost. So yep. uh, I, I got Penn State big in that game. I, I think they'll dominate it. All right. Uh, a couple more here to round out uh, Saturday, and we'll get to Sunday, and and then of course Monday. North Carolina and South Carolina. This is always a hell of a game when this these two teams game. play. It's on the road for North Carolina. It's in South Carolina. Or, no, I'm sorry. It's a, it's in Charlotte. I, another one that's in the, in a neutral field always kind of throws me off. But it's a two and a half point favorite here in the neutral field. I don't know about this. What do you think about this game?
0: I think this is one of the best games of the week. I do. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, South Carolina closed really well last year, won a couple of games. Rattler was great the last two or three games of the season. Yeah, Um, Carolina's got a great quarterback, one of the best in the country, but they're sketchy on defense. I think South Carolina is more physical than North Carolina. The games in Charlotte, I think South Carolina fans will travel extremely well to Charlotte, that's not very far Mm -hmm. from uh, Columbia. So I don't think this is going to be a home field advantage for the Tar Heels. I'm thinking this is about a 50-50. I don't like North Carolina that well. I'm taking South Carolina upset them. I'll go with
1: Gamecocks as well. I think when in doubt, take the better conference in these games. And I think that's the SEC. I think they'll be able to beat them. Uh, I think they just got a little bit more going for them right now than North Carolina, but that's a t- true toss-up. But yeah, I'm going to take the underdog in South Carolina. Final game, we're going to talk about this team you like. You like a lot. Tulane. Mm-hmm. They're playing South Alabama. South Alabama, not bad. Uh, Tulane, six and a half point favorite there at home. What do you think about the Green Wave?
0: Yeah, they better not be looking ahead to uh, to Mississippi. Yeah, that worries me a little bit that they might be uh, looking ahead uh, because you're right. South Alabama is not terrible. And if you're not ready to play, they can beat you. Two Lane's one of those teams they are talented, but they're not super talented. They're very well coached and they're fundamentally sound. They win games that way, so they better not be looking ahead. I think the line is mysteriously low. I do too. I didn't think that, that would
1: be in double figures. So. That worries me a little bit. Yes, me too. Yeah. South Alabama last year went 10 and three of course you know they're not playing in in you know this, it's a sun Belt. it's not a great conference but it's not bad uh, but uh, 10 and three last season they got everybody back on offense and on defense nine starters back both sides of the ball.
0: Yep. That could I, be I, why I you're seeing
1: that number. I I lean to Lane, but that yep. is definitely the first line of, of a million lines we'll have throughout the season mm-hmm. where you look at it and you go that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And you look at it on Saturday night, and you go, that's why it didn't make a lot of sense. Like South Alabama just beat them, you know, yeah. or, or yeah. lost the last second field goal, something like that.
0: Absolutely. You know, and I say this every year. I just look for things that jump out at me each week, and that's one of them. Yep. And I, I'm, I'm not going to bet it because I got bit too many times last year on this. Yep. And when you, you say the Sunbells not, you know, as good, and they're not. Well, let's look at the teams and this team went 10 and three in this league. I and mean, you can argue this league was about as good as, as the one Tulane played in last year. Not, not quite, but mm-hmm. they were pretty good. Coastal Carolina is in that league. Appalachian state is in that league. They're hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy had a great year. They're in that league. Louisiana has been very, very good uh, the last few years. So there's some real James Madison knocked off some teams and they're in that league. Uh, oh, and Marshall is in that league. So that league's pretty good. And to go 10 and three. Uh, and if Tulane's looking ahead to the SEC opponent, Ole Miss, next week, they could get ambushed, uh, especially with the expectations as high as they are for the Green Wave.
1: You look at South Alabama's losses last year, they lost at LSU by one point, 32 to 31. They lost at home against Troy 10 to six. Uh-huh. Um, and then they did lose their bowl game by double digits 44 23 to Western Kentucky. So, y- other than the bowl, they were very close even in their yeah. losses. And, so, and Troy was
0: really good last year, too. Yep. So, I've just talked myself out of betting Tulane.
1: <laughs> you know, year one, when we did this, I felt like this was a line we would fall for. Yeah. yeah, I feel like last year we didn't fall for it very often no. because it's do it's it's watching college football and betting on it and then it's covering it professionally are very two very different things. Yep. And I think you know, week after week we see these lines. I'm going South Alabama plus that six and a half here. <laughs> All right, let's go Sunday. Uh San Jose State. This will be interesting. They go uh they went to USC week one. Now they're at home to take on Oregon State. Uh surprise team last year. They were pretty solid, should be decent again. <laughs> They scored 28 on USC. So it'll be interesting to see what San Jose state can do here. And can they cover this? I don't know. I think they might. Um, what do you think about this one? Rob says San Jose state plus 16 and a half. I think they Rob, might. As well. Rob, I,
0: I, 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 I tend to agree with you. I don't know how this team's ranked 18th. I don't get it. Um, I just don't. I know they had a good year last year for them and, and, and they they only lost three games, so they won ten. So they were really good. They got some people back. You know who their quarterback is? I do. Guy Clemson. Who sucked. Oh, oh, what's his name? Uh, what was his nickname? <laughs> the Big Cinco. Was yeah, it- yeah. <laughs> he was absolutely terrible at Clemson. Yeah. And he's the savior. I mean, he's their starter. I, I maybe the, you know, he won't be under as much. I can't pronounce his name, Kevin. I'm not even (laughs) going to try. Maybe he won't be under as much pressure and he'll play better. I don't know, but he doesn't look like he can play at all to me. No. I think they're overrated. Uh, I think they could get surprised as well. I think they win, but I don't know about 16 and a half.
1: See, and, and Kevin kind of thinks this might be a trap, and I get that thinking, but I think Papa Dude laid it out to why I still think San Jose State's the play. If you watched Clemson and I watched Clemson, I watched a lot of the teams, but I watched Clemson a lot. He was the reason they were shitty the last they year. were.
0: Yeah, they had everything else.
1: They did, and especially last year, he was awful. I'm talking about the big Cinco here, DJ, the new quarterback. I I don't know. Like if you watch Clemson, they would like win like 17 to 7 type of games, you know. I mean, oh yeah. I don't have a lot of confidence in him, so yeah, I'm with you. I think Oregon State's going to win. I I would be pretty surprised if they go into San Jose State and kill them. I'd be surprised if they go anywhere and kill them, though. That's yeah. the thing. It's it, it, for me. Thing, I,
0: thing, yeah, absolutely. They they might San Jose State might not be very physical. They could just run over them. It's possible. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so there is a theory here, and, and I've heard this JL from uh, other people as well. Uh, he thinks that DJ could be better this year. He doesn't think Clemson has been developing talent, especially on the offensive side, uh, for a couple of years. That would be very telling if that happens, because this is what I will tell you. If he goes to Oregon state and he looks like a star, there's big problems at Clemson. Yeah. He was horrific. He was, it was bad
0: and you know Dabo gave him every chance.
1: Every chance.
0: He defended him a lot.
1: And I don't really believe that's going to happen, but if it does, that's going to be a that's going to be a bad bad sign for Clemson because this kid this kid couldn't have looked better in a uniform and couldn't have looked worse once the ball was snapped. That's how I would describe it. When you when you see him walk out on the field it's like this is a guy we're going to have to deal with. This looks like a guy and when the ball snapped, he was awful. So I think I think it'll be very, very, very interesting to see. I and I don't know what camp to lean on because here's the deal. I, I, I lean toward towards listen, this is Clemson. I, I I don't know about that, but I also lean towards I've seen tape of this kid where he's looked really good. I mean really good. And not to bring up Oklahoma again, but I saw tape of Davis Bevel when he before he got to Oklahoma, he looked great. And then last year at Oklahoma, when he was a quarterback, he looked like he couldn't start for our high school here, our Mm -hmm. local high school. So I, I don't know. I think it's going to be very interesting. Very. I think it's a really good point JL. So we'll see.
0: Well, I'm not really ready to say Clemson can't develop talent. I'm not, I'm not
1: either. But if this kid comes out and throws for 350 yards, three or four weeks in a row, I'm ready to think that it
0: could be a big problem. Well, he could, they could have the wrong scheme for him. That's possible. So we'll see.
1: That's the other thing like he's not the the, the teams aren't going to be, you know, as quite as tough but Kevin I will pause you on that. It's not like he was in the SEC. No. Right? He was in the ACC. I saw him play some pretty bad teams and not look that good. So I, yeah. I don't I don't necessarily disagree with the comment. It, it is it's going to be a little bit weaker now even but he didn't look good against bad teams either. So I, I, think I remember
0: last year, you remember this game too, Aaron Syracuse came in there undefeated
1: hmm.
0: Remember And yes, Clemson made a couple of early mistakes and gave them 14 points. Yeah. And they completely shut down Clemson's office. Just, they couldn't do, I thought they were going to get beat and finally the talent level won out and they put the other kid in. He didn't really do anything. Uh, they, they got to where they, they broke a couple of runs, if I remember. Got maybe I think they ran an interception maybe back for a touchdown too. Mm-hmm. Didn't they win on a late field goal, something like that?
1: It was like 27-21 like yeah. um game, but they got behind like 21 to nothing. And it was him, like he kept yeah, turning the over. Um oh, it was terrible. And talk about Clemson, we'll talk about him here in just a second, but yeah. uh, you know, they, they put in Klubnik, and that was a kid that was supposed to be special, and he was he didn't look that good either yeah. now got a year under his belt we'll see all right let's go to the two to the biggest game of the uh, of the week that's gonna be sunday night i can't wait for this game this 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 just screams awesome lsu and florida state in orlando so it's going to be interesting you know the lsu faithful is going to be there but the game is in florida you would think florida state's got more fans there we'll see uh lsu two and a half point favorite this was a classic last year. Two teams we didn't think were that good opened up the season last year, mm-hmm. and of course a missed extra point by LSU. Florida State wins. They're a lot more heavily hyped this year. Number five oh, LSU, yeah. number eight Florida State. What do you think of this one?
0: Yeah, I don't think Florida State may not have even been ranked last year mm-hmm. going into that game, and LSU nothing. They they had coming off a horrible year where they fired their coach, so it was kind of a a, a game with two well known names and that's but where it then, ended. Yeah. And anyway, uh not this year. Um both teams looking to be really good. Florida State had to deal with a hurricane that went through there today that should be taken care of by Sunday I think. I don't know how close it got to Tallahassee. I know it was uh they were going to get some flooding and some rain. I don't know whether they had any damage up there or not. But uh, this morning it was going to hit Tallahassee, they were talking about it. But anyway, uh, I'm not high on Florida State. And again, I'm basing it just in the bowl game against OU, even though you should have won. But again, the bowl games, you can't really tell who's playing, who's not. It seemed to me like Florida State's main guys were there. And oh, you should have beat them. So, you know, I I think it'll be a heck of a game. Uh, I like LSU to win it. Uh, I just think they're better.
1: Thank you. I think they're better. I like LSU quite a bit in this one. Honestly, uh, I, you, you know, I, I think last year you kind of saw it, uh, uh, two teams that were just trying to find themselves and and eventually they did uh, find themselves, uh, both of them. And it was good, solid, you know, kind of set up seasons. They hope, uh, you know, this year I, I'm kind of with you, uh, you know, Florida state, they kind of took advantage of a little bit of a, the schedule kind of softened up for them a little bit and they were able to win some games um, yeah, the OU game didn't look good for them. I didn't think OU probably should have beat them, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm putting my money on LSU. I, I think they've got a little bit better players right now. So
0: well, I tell you, it's a it's a huge game for LSU too with the schedule they have. You know, because they're going to lose a game or two in the SEC. They just are. Their schedule's tough. So, so it's a huge game for them. J,
1: JL definitely disagrees. He thinks it's what? the break, he thinks Jordan Travis is the breakout star. Uh, Mike says he likes FSU here quite a bit. Um, so they, they've got a lot of uh of hype there on mm-hmm. FSU. Um, yeah, Kevin, it's like, hey, it needs to be put up or shut up year. You know, I think the big thing for them, it, it had been a while since Florida State had even been in the conversation, yeah. right? Sure. Now they're in the conversation, at least. So I think they took a big step. I don't really know if it's a put up or shut up year. I think they need to keep going forward. And yeah. that maybe even if they lose this game, they could still do that. Right. Yeah. They can't slip back to six and six, seven and five this year. Yeah. That's for damn sure.
0: Exactly. And it's one of those games, you know, sometimes you play these early games and you get beat and you come back and win the rest of them and everybody forgets it. LSU, if they lose this one, they ain't coming back, I don't think, and win the rest of them. With well, let's
1: face it, their, their road to do that is much tougher.
0: Yeah, where Florida State can lose this one and come back mm-hmm. and be okay. So that's the difference in the two leagues, I think, that they play in. Now, Florida State does have to go to Clemson.
1: Right. So Florida State, LSU, Southern Miss, at Boston College, at Clemson. That's the first four games. If you go three and one there – you're in good shape. All your yeah. goals are out right up there in front of you. Yeah. So they that's kind of the that's kind of what they're going to have to do. I, mean, I think I think it's going to be pretty interesting this right. game. Um,
0: you know, if LSU loses at Mississippi State, at Mississippi, mm-hmm. at Alabama, you know, the Arkansas game is always tough for them. Um, there's just lots of games they could lose.
1: I mean when you play in that conference, you you, you could slip up at a lot of different places. That's like right. That. If so, I played
0: in that conference, I'd never play a tough non-conference game. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, a game like this, it's like, oh boy, that's uh that's definitely yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't schedule that one. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Nope.
1: Yeah, it's tough. Um, all right, we got one more. We talked about Clemson. They're only a 13-point favorite on the road against Duke, uh, I don't think that's a great sign for this Clemson team. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to be like. Uh, Like I said, Klubnik now in, that quarterback full-time here. What are your thoughts on Clemson, and do they go cover this game against Duke?
0: That jumped out at me, too. I thought it would Mm -hmm. be more than that, although Duke is very highly regarded in the ACC. Uh, A lot of people have them as the fourth-best team in the ACC. They had a good year last year, and a lot of people forgot that They did. Oh, 13. Number nine team in the country going into Duke, and you're only 13. Doesn't sound right, does it? The no. same basketball. So I don't know. I would think if Clemson's good, they'll win, they'll win by more than 13. I, I would be, you know, I just don't, I'll be shocked if Duke is a great team.
1: Mm-hmm. I would be too. I would be very shocked. Um, I, I kind of, Duke wasn't bad, but I, this this comment stands out to me. Kevin says here, it's like, if they are a true contender, they will go cover this game. That's true. However, I'm not sure that they are. I'm not um, even. I'm going to stay away from it. I'm not betting this game no, unless I'm I've got a great either. weekend. You know, and it's just like, yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> I really think they will cover, but, um, you know, everybody's kind of soured on Clemson. Yeah, uh, the last couple of years, and they've still won a ton of football games. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether Dabo run, run uh, goes makes people run the wrong way, you know, or they don't like him. Uh, he is a little strange, and I don't know whether he's turned everybody off or not. But uh, they still win an awful lot of games. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they do, and I, I think they've fallen. I think they've slipped. They You're remind like- me of. When OU, oh, let's say about 0, 09, 10, 11, 12, those type of teams at OU, they were good, but you, you kind of knew after four or five games, it's like, yeah, we're good, but we're not a national. Well, right.
0: oh, how about this? What if we had Trevor Lawrence at quarterback? Well, that's Didn't just, they'd be pretty good. That's, it. <laughs> that's the whole key. Yeah. We had Landry Jones, and I hate knocking Landry, but he wasn't a super. He he was in the NFL for several years as a backup, which means he wasn't bad, obviously, but he wasn't elite.
1: And as as Kevin says, Clemson, six and six, last 12 as away favorites against Uh, the spread. And a lot of that is because of who was the quarterback. Again, to piggyback on what Pop Dude said, it's hard to cover spreads because Clemson's always got a decent spread. It's hard to cover those spreads when you can't score.
0: That's right.
1: And they could (laughs) with Watson and with Lawrence. And now it's like, Nah, they're just okay at best uh, at quarterback.
0: I so. mean, Tre- Trevor Lawrence was <laughs> in college. He ain't too bad in the pros, but in mm-hmm. college, whew, he was tough. He was he was really good. Yes, he was. He was fantastic.
1: Um, yeah. I thought this comment was interesting. He said, "Put money on Brian Kelly with extreme caution." The numbers don't really back up the point there. Uh, I, I quickly looked up his against the spread stats for the last 10 years of head coaches or teams. He's been the head coach of He's 14 games over 500 against the spread. So I'm not really sure where that comes from. Also look at his coaching record Yeah. as much as I hate Brian Kelly. And trust me, I, I don't know if anybody likes Brian Kelly. I do.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, he's been pretty good. He's been pretty he's good. A good coach. Last he's year.
0: He, he just a weirdo. That's all
1: I think he's a, I mean, I think he's one of the biggest jerks to ever he live. Is, honestly. He,
0: he can coach and yeah, you know, he might be a jerk to all of us, but he wins too many games to be a jerk to the players.
1: Well, yeah, but
0: they got to respect him. They have to, to play like, they they have to, but I don't know how they do. I don't either, but they do. So <laughs> his teams are always good. Mm-hmm. If your players don't like you at that level, You know, he's got to be doing something right. I don't know what it is.
1: I don't know either. I I don't know. I, you know, I was, I was talking to uh, my buddy Patrick uh, from Visa, and I said, I, there's never, I've never really known a college football coach like him that's been this successful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the college football coaches, if they're kind of hard asses or whatever, they kind of have another side of them where they can go get, You know, they can they can kind of play up the media and the and the boosters and the alumni. This guy has none of that. Mm -mm. None. He's just an
0: ass. (laughs) But somehow he gets the players to respect him. Yeah. It's kind of like Saban. You know, Saban's not exactly a nice guy. No, but but they are scared to death of him.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he I don't know. He just I look at Saban and I don't like, hate him.
0: Like I don't look at Saban and
1: go, this guy's a jerk. He's
0: mellowed a lot. Saban has he's, you know, I like listening to him. He's pretty good. He, he really is. Yeah. I don't hate him like I used to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. People hate Chip Kelly as well. But again, Chip Kelly's got that extra side that I'm talking about where if, if we went to school at UCLA, Kevin, and, and we went to see Chip Kelly, He'd probably say some things that make us laugh. He'd say some things to get us fired up. Brian Kelly's got none of that. I mean, none of it. Like if I went to school at LSU, thank God I didn't. If I went to school at LSU, I would just be like, God, I can't stand this guy. Even if I go see him at like a, uh, you know, a luncheon or whatever they do, you know, I don't know. So um. Yeah. anyway,
0: Oh, funny.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. That's okay. What are some other games you got? Well,
0: these are just things kind of jumped out at me a little bit, you know, and I'm sure you guys have got them. throw them out there to us if there's anything on the schedule that we didn't cover because we just covered the top 25. Some of the stuff that kind of jumps out at you. Um, I think a really good game in Texas is Texas-San Antonio at Houston. And I think, that you know, Texas-San Antonio has switched to the American Conference. They've been successful. Uh, whatever conference they were in, I think they were in the Sun Belt. No, what were they? They were in the USA, I think.
1: Yeah, they were conference yes. USA, mm-hmm.
0: and they have jumped to the American. They're highly regarded. Houston is not, and 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 I think this is a very difficult game for San Antonio. Uh, I find it hard to believe Houston's terrible, but they're mm-hmm. only two point favorites. So, I've got him in my preseason top twenty five because I think they'll be there at the end. they got to win this game. If they're as good as they say they are, they got to go win this game. I think this is really a good game to sit and watch. I think this will be a good one. Yeah. So I'm going to lean on Texas-San Antonio to cover that. Ke- uh, like Kevin
1: said earlier, there, there's a lot of games each week. that They're really for college football diehards, nerds, yeah. whatever you want to say, and that is 100% one of them.
0: Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, another one that I think – could be bettable, but, you know, I, I probably won't. I'm not high on California at all. They go to North Texas. North Texas is, has been okay. They did make a coaching change, which could be an issue. But California is a seven-point favorite at North Texas, and I don't know that California should be a seven-point favorite on anybody. So that could be an ambush. You know, you, North Texas is not bad, and here comes a Pac-12s team into Denton, Texas, that doesn't usually have these kind of home games. Even though California not very good, they're from a big conference. I can see them being ready to play this one. Uh, we've been by that stadium. That's a neat place. Yeah. I, so I don't know if I got the guts to bet it. I, I can't just, get on
1: board with that one.
0: Okay, that's all right. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at some. Here is a very interesting game. Okay. Uh, In the Big Ten, Nebraska- is that Minnesota?
1: Oh, God, here we go.
0: No, no, wait a minute. I'm saying it's interesting. It's really no, going to be interesting to see if the new coach, uh, who is a great college coach, he's proven it, can make a difference this early. You know, it'll be interesting because Minnesota can be beat. And, uh, you know, this would be a game if they could win that, that would really be big for them. Minnesota's a seven point favorite. I think they should cover. But this, to me, is an interesting game. It's it's, it's uh, tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. There's worse things to do than watch Nebraska and Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a pretty good game. I really do. And it's going to be interesting to see. I can't think of the guy's first name. <laughs> What's his first name? Matt Rule. Yeah, Matt. I couldn't think of Matt. I knew his last name. But anyway, it'll be interesting to see. And uh, I can't remember what quarterback they got. Did they get a transfer come in there?
1: They got uh, Jeff Sims from Georgia Tech.
0: That's not very impressive. So I guess they decided Casey Thompson wasn't the guy.
1: Uh, I, yeah, I think that's pretty yeah.
0: safe to say.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not. I mean, uh, okay. I will watch it. It's game. an interesting game. I will watch the game. I'm not going to say it's interesting, but I will Okay, watch well, it. I
0: think it is. So Okay, all right. Yeah. Fair, fair. Okay. Okay. Another one, uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Coastal Carolina. Okay. Goes to UCLA. Okay. UCLA's a 14 and a half point favorite. That's a and lot of they points. Don't yep. have their quarterback from last year. Mm-hmm. And Coastal Carolina is pretty damn good. That's a lot of points. I might have to take a shot on that one and go with the. Whatever they are, Chanticleers, Claire's, yep, or whatever.
1: Chanticleer, Chanticleers, yep. yeah. Um,
0: yep. That's an interesting game. I think that's too many points.
1: Dante Moore, listed quarterback for UCLA, number three on Phil Steele's college football ranking. So highly recruited, but
0: true Every freshman. Book. True freshman. So And Carolina's got their guy back. Yeah. So he's good. He's, he's good. really good. Oh, and yeah. you know they are ready for this one. This yep. is huge for them. Yep. Huge non-conference game. I McCall, just, go ahead. Sorry. I, I, I really think that's an interesting game as well. Yeah. To watch. That's Saturday. I mean,
1: yeah. Yep. That'd be Saturday. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but yeah, Grayson McCall. I, we've we talked about him a lot last year. Yeah. Uh he's he's got all kinds of experience. They've got all kinds of experience coming back. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't hate it. I don't think that's I like bad. that one.
0: Yeah. Uh Texas Tech at Wyoming. Oh, there uh, you go. Good. Talk about I got this for Mark. Uh-huh. Uh if he's still around. Uh Wyoming 14 point dog in that game. Uh 14 and a half I think it is now. But mm-hmm. yeah, Tech's supposed to be pretty good. Uh Wyoming's extremely well coached. It is 14. Uh I don't know whether whether they can hang in there or not. I don't. Cuz Tech is Supposed to be pretty pretty decent.
1: It's just gonna depend on how well the defense can hold up. They're gonna Wyoming will be able to score, I think. Um, most teams can. Uh give me Wyoming.
0: You're you're thinking that too? Give me Wyoming. I think, I think yep. they can hold it. I think they can hold them close.
1: I think 14's enough.
0: Yeah, I do too. Yep. Uh and another one that's always fascinating. I don't think you'll find a line on it because it's a, a team from the Division we used to call one double whatever they are now, SCS or whatever they are. Uh Northern Iowa uh-huh. goes to Iowa State.
1: Oh, good lord, Northern
0: Iowa. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know whether there's a line on that
1: or not. Uh let me let me see if I can probably find let me see if they have one listed here. If not, I can probably find it.
0: Uh um, you know, this is uh a team where is this uh, that always plays either Iowa or Iowa State, mm-hmm. and it's always close. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they win. (laughs) So, I know if that line is like double digits for for Iowa State, I think you might be able to make some bucks on Northern Iowa.
1: Googling the line.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes gotta be.
1: Sometimes these don't come out till Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Oh, here you go. Ask if the Action Network got it. No, I don't see a line.
0: I don't find one either on it yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, they don't set a line on these games.
1: Yeah. Saturday, Saturday morning, sometimes Friday night, you can find them on a few of the offbeat sites. I would say that won't be any more than about seven.
0: Well, then that tells you Iowa State's not very good. (laughs) Yeah. If it was seven, I think I might stay away. But if it gets up for ten, eleven, twelve, yeah, Northern Iowa has a way of just playing them close. these other Iowa schools close.
1: I think Northern Iowa beats them honestly, but i I don't i I would take them if it, if it's seven and a half, I would take Northern Iowa, yeah.
0: You know? And then, then North Dakota State doesn't play anybody big this week. So that's when you always bet North Dakota State on because uh, they usually play someone like Iowa State or Iowa uh, opening uh, weekend and beat them.
1: Who do they – do you know who they're – No, I just
0: know I went through every game and they're, they're not playing anybody uh, this weekend.
1: Um, uh, Let me see. They're probably. Cool game, maybe That Mexico. is a school we talk about a lot on here. Yeah. Let's see. Ooh, they play Eastern, Eastern Washington. Washington.
0: That's a yeah, in that a in that level. They there, they don't really have anybody this year. They do not. They
1: do not have a big um, Division One game this year.
0: No, that might be an indication they could be down just a little bit.
1: Yep. So there you go. I know. Okay.
0: Love to watch them play. They're fun to watch.
1: Yep. All right. Anything else? I think
0: that covers it.
1: Okay. I agree. Don't have anything? I think we did. Think we did well. Oh, oh, for uh, sometimes. I mean, we do have uh, Razorback fans, huh? um, you know, that'll watch this show because of our Oakland ties and family ties as well. Western Carolina. I mean, no, no challenge there, right? But what do you think of the Razorbacks
0: over? I country? like them. I like them. I love their quarterback. I love their offense. They got to get better on defense, and of course, they always have to tackle that SEC schedule. Yeah, but their non-conference is not near as tough this year as it was. Last year, uh, I think their toughest game is BYU, and it is in Fayetteville. And yep. they went to Provo and beat them last year. They've got to stay away from those games they lose that they shouldn't, and yep. upset somebody along the way. And as usual, the Texas A&M game is a toughie for them. That's the one that they got to win. Yep. Uh, their schedule's doable. It's not easy, obviously. Um, I think they they could win eight. Uh, Western
1: Western Carolina Kent State BYU and Florida international that's their four non-conference yeah. games
0: last year they played Cincinnati-huh BYU I think they had another decent one in there too so yep. Yep. a little easier this year they you know here's the deal they they have a very good chance to win all four of those mm-hmm. then you just have to go four and eight no uh four and four the rest of the year to win eight. Mm-hmm. and you know there's some teams in the SEC they're gonna they're gonna beat so I, I know they've got to go to alabama uh, but they've got they got to go to lsu but they got a m on, on a neutral they got to go to Ole miss they got to go to alabama and they got to go to Florida yep. they got to win one of those games they do they gotta,
1: and i think that a m game that's always the big one it's the
0: big I, one they got to win like, that yeah and then uh, they then their their home SEC games are Mississippi State, Auburn, and Florida, and they got to win all three of those. Mm-hmm. So they got a chance because their non-conference schedule is not as difficult as it has been.
1: We'll see what happens with them. Yeah, they they kind of underachieved last year, so we'll see they if did. they can kind of turn it back. We'll talk more about them when they play a relevant game. Obviously, yeah, it'll um, be well
0: two weeks before they do. So, yeah.
1: All right. Well. That is it. That is all uh, the games for this week. Uh, the couple things I wanted to bring up before we go: um, okay. I watched the documentary on Netflix about the Florida Gators um, when Urban Meyer was there. I don't, I don't get what, why that's was a thing. There was really nothing that happened on that show that was was the
0: Tebow maybe.
1: Yeah, but they didn't really like. I don't. Maybe, maybe I knew all of it. So, it, like, none of it was like, "Oh, that happened." You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't, when remember
0: anything, thing, you I don't remember anything. controversial going on during his time.
1: Oh, there was all kinds of. They he, he had murderers on the team. I mean, they he
0: did. They, I yes, remember, I don't remember that.
1: Oh my god.
0: Well, well I don't. So
1: this it, this is the thing. It was a huge puff piece, but they could have made, they could have buried that program during that time period. They had all kinds of shit they could have covered and they really didn't cover any of it. Like Aaron Hernandez was on the team. We're like, yeah, we had to stud. His name was Aaron Hernandez. And that's all they said about it. And Mm -hmm. then like they broke the record for, for most arrests. They covered it for like 10 minutes. I mean, it was a joke. What was it about? Nothing. It was about how great urban Meyer was Mm -hmm. and how, it, it really i mean it was i was like i when they when that came out i was like oh this is going to be awesome we're going to see how many people aaron hernandez killed and they they covered it up and all these no they never even mentioned that aaron hernandez did what he did not one time they just mentioned how good of a tight end he was i mean i i enjoyed like spikes and sealer you know I, I think those are good guys who who really took leadership roles and that was kind of cool but It was, it was like, it wasn't anything. I mean, it was unbelievable. Um, I will say, and let's see if you guys, (laughs) see if you guys agree with this. Like Tim Tebow, how weird was that guy? (laughs) Yeah. He, he literally whispered through 90% of it. Like they would have, they'd be showing plays and like, you know the defensive guys would be like, "Yeah, I knocked the hell out of this guy here," and we did this, and then then you get to Tebow, he's like, "And then we threw a pass," and it's like, <laughs> "What is what is what's wrong with you? I got do I have to turn this up?" Yeah, it was bizarre. It was bizarre. You almost couldn't watch it. He was so bizarre in it. He's like, "And then spikes sacked a guy," and it's like, "What." Can you, can you talk up like what is your deal like it was so bizarre watching him and i'm not a hater of tim tebow at all but i came away from that and i was like that is one weird individual
0: and i was, think i think i think that's pretty much a given
1: it was He's strange a little bit- i'm not talking about like i'm talking about I don't care about any of his past I'm talking about right there in that documentary yeah,
0: it's it's like, why
1: would anybody talk like that like yeah, no, I, I, don't I don't know I was creeped out by the guy mm. I wouldn't let the guy alone with with somebody I'll tell you you know, I, I shouldn't say that he's <laughs> they did confirm on there they're like yeah I know what he preaches is what he is like yeah he never went out he never did
0: I know, believe I believe that
1: yeah yeah uh, it it was we and, and yeah, I, I've heard that too. Like he's kind of a puppet, but I'm gonna tell you something, guys. That's that was a strange. Every time he came on, I was just like, "This guy, I don't know what he's trying to do right now." He <laughs> was like talking in like a whisper. I don't know. It was weird. You need to watch it just to see him. I'm like, what's going on right now? Anyway, uh, well, I wanted I wanted to mention that.
0: And then you watched Johnny Manziel, too, didn't you?
1: That was great. <laughs> and, and that was 100% authentic Johnny Manziel. Yeah, that right? was dead on. That's a kid who just wanted to dick around. I don't think he cared at all that he got the fame that he got until he got it. And then, then he was like, this is unbelievable. But kid never went to practice. He never watched film you know he he literally said after he won the heisman he, he literally told the coaches I'm not coming are you kidding I'm not coming to practice they said <laughs> he had he logged in 0.0 hours of film study uh, in the NFL I mean yeah he didn't do anything but that was really really good until it got sad I mean he he got in a bad place he I mean, he tried to kill himself, basically. So, who,
0: who was the coach down there? When, oh, uh, huh?
1: Kevin, Sumlin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I agree, because Kevin. Kevin said we needed. I needed it five, ten years later, though. When he actually gets cleaned up, yeah, it's like he's not doing shit with his life, but it, he's not. He's in a good place, it seems. Right. Yeah. To where now maybe he can go
0: do something. But scary part about, about those guys, they are, they, they live day to day, Mm -hmm. you know, they they can slip back real easy.
1: Yep. Well, and so his agent just was like, please, please don't do anything stupid before this draft, please. I'm absolutely begging you. They had (laughs) handlers around him. They were watching him 24 seven almost he almost got him to the draft without any controversy but Ooh. he could he, last couple of days he he screwed up um it, it, it's great they they you know they basically said the four string quarterback in college was taking the piss test for him for the drugs you know okay. uh, and the day before uh one of the big nfl meetings he had done all kinds of shit the night before and so they were chugging water trying to get it out of his system i mean it's it's crazy. Uh, they they made up all kinds of, you know, fabricated stories to make him look better than what he was. I mean, it was, it was wild. So
0: basically they were using him to make yeah. money off of him. Yeah. Instead of trying to get help, which I don't know whether you could have or not, but that's what happens in these yeah. situations instead of, you know, Hey, okay. You blew it. You're not going to be number one draft choice, but it's better than ruining your life. Mm-hmm. They go right ahead and try to, get that number one status and he couldn't, he couldn't handle it. You know, he wasn't prepared to be what, what he had to be in the no. NFL.
1: Well, I think down deep, like he loved the money. Like that was great. Oh, but sure he, did. he really didn't want the spotlight. Um, and he didn't really want to be that type of person. Like he just wanted a party. And I mean, yeah. I know people like that. And they would probably do the same thing if you put that kind of pressure on them, you know, oh, yeah. He's easy going and he just didn't want to, he didn't want to deal with all that. Johnny football. Johnny football. Yeah. But if you want to be entertained, definitely watch that. It was good. If you want to be creeped out and kind of, (laughs) kind of just roll your eyes. Like they would get on there and be like, yeah, Florida. Why urban Meyer was successful is they worked so hard. It's like, Jesus Christ. If you believe that, like this is what every college football program does. It's like, he really pushed them in the summer. It's like, oh yeah, well, that's that's real revolutionary. Not that every other program in in the country does that, you know. Yeah. Like, it was incredible how good they made this guy look, who's awful. Like, so, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway, orb. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, one other thing. If you want to see one of the worst disqualifications, maybe ever. Watch a uh, race six at Thistledown today. Okay. Yep. We'll do Horse was one to nine. Uh-huh. He won by about, I don't know the official margin, but he actually, he won the race by about six links, I would say. So what happens was he swung wide and the jockey just corrected him to get him where he wasn't quite as wide as they ran down the stretch. And he went over and kind of half ass bumped, I mean, a a light bump, the horse behind him. And he just takes off and he draws off by six links. Now, I mean, did he kind of bump him? Maybe, but he won by six. And like it it was, it was just crystal clear. He was just way better than that field. And they took him down. So (laughs) go watch that.
0: It's, I will.
1: It's something. I think it was race six. Let me hold on. I may have, it could be race four. He was the four horse. I think he was in the sixth race, but it was, um, I was, I, I didn't watch it live, but then I, I saw that cause I handicapped it, I was like, well, that's one that's not going to lose today. And I, I, so I made a point to like, okay, I'm going to watch that. Um, yeah, it was a sixth race. It's the four horse. So I wanted to see I I wasn't going to watch it. I was going to watch, just look at the results, see if he won. I'm like, holy, he lost? Because I just saw the results, and then I yeah. watched the replay. I was like, holy cow, that's crazy. <laughs> so, anyway, all right, anything else?
0: Uh, Nope. Your horse is running this week. so.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, Husker Butch. He's going to stretch out to a mile um, this weekend in a starter allowance. We'll see. Um, if he handles the distance, he, he's he got a good shot. But I'm kind of skeptical he really wants to go a mile. But we'll see. Is that Saturday? That's Sunday. Okay. okay. Yeah, Sunday.
0: All right. Let's see what happens. All right. Any, any final thoughts? I don't have a thing. Ready for football tomorrow night. All right. Yes, me too.
1: Yep. All right, guys. We're going to get off of here. We've had uh, a long one, but we've had a fun one. Um, that's the picks for week one, guys. Everybody have a good uh, uh, Labor Day weekend. Of course, we've got um, a lot going on sports-wise with college football. Baseball still going on. and uh, of course, uh, closing weekend Saratoga, Del Mar, got the Pacific Classic, and Kentucky Downs as well, if that's your thing. So a lot of stuff going on. All right, guys. Have a great holiday weekend, and we'll see you right back here next week. this is due to bet sports. Due to bet sports, it's your favorite show. Due to bet sports, where degenerates go. Due to bet
0: sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holzman. And his father, the coach. Let's ride.
1: Well, the Associated Press
0: is full of shit.